0: I need to let you in on a little secret about the relief and recovery creams from Escape Artists. It's the highest awarded topical brand in Colorado that's prioritizing quality and consistency. And best part, it's not going to leave your clothes stained from any kind of greasiness or anything other than that. It's just going to help penetrate for deep muscle tissue discomfort, and it's fast absorbing. Best part is you can get it at your local light shade dispensary. There's 10, soon to be 11 in the Denver metro area. And know that Lightshade has a premium selection of cannabis concentrates, top shelf flour, edibles, tinctures, accessories, and so much more. Now you can get 25% off non-sale items with code DNVR. Shop online at Lightshade.com for your pickup or just visit a Lightshade location near you. That's your first pitch. Now let's play ball. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies Podcast brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, where right now, when you use code DNVR at sign up, a $5 bet on the NBA finals is going to get you 150 in free bets. All you gotta do is pick the winner. Five for one fifty in free bets. On DraftKings Sportsbook, when you use code DNVR, at sign up. welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast. I'm Patrick Lyons,
1: and I am Susie Hunter, and we're calling this a May Day because we're going over the best things that have happened in the past month of our lives. In Typa- baseball.
0: Typically, a May Day is a troublesome thing, but no, we're we're we are highlighting the highlights. Yes, there were plenty.
1: Highlights only.
0: There were low lights. There as are. there are right. You're always. If you make an omelet, <laughs> you're going to break a couple eggs. If you play 162 <laughs> games, you know you're going to lose at least 50 or so. Uh, hopefully not all in the same month, but nevertheless, <laughs> plenty of highlights, uh, to go through our favorite moments, talk about some of the great articles that we've put out over on the dnvr.com now only 50 cents for your first month. But you know what? People are a buzz about prospects. It's prospect mm-hmm. season. We are, you know, not too far away. I don't know, maybe about six weeks, seven weeks away from the MLB draft. And so there's been some buzz about that. So we thought, you know what? Let's, before we get to the, the meat, mm. so to speak.
1: The of meet? May. The meet uh, of May.
0: <laughs> let's talk about the Rockies affiliates. Let's talk about the prospects. We love the minor leagues. And so uh, it's a great time to kind of touch base with those down there as well.
1: Patrick, you're a wordsmith today. So, yes, um, we are going down to the farm and we're going to talk about some of the most fun prospects and promotions happening on the Rockies farm teams. Um, And I want to start with Zach Veen, a guy we talk about quite a bit. Uh, But so far this season in Spokane, um, he's batting 274, five home runs, 25 RBI, 14 stolen bases. And he is also maybe one of the only player bobbleheads we're going to see in the minors this season. I was digging through the promotions, and there aren't a ton. But I think we have a picture of it, actually. There it is. That's, Look where, him.
0: that's where it pays to be watching live. Yes. Pretty much during the week at noon or if it's an early game, we're going to do a post game. So we'll have that, of course, for you on Wednesday. Yeah, they're typically, I mean, it is it is rare, mm-hmm. but it, it makes sense why there wouldn't be a lot of current minor league players where you'd have a bobblehead because you never actually know if that player is going to be there. If Zach Veen goes and he homers in his first, I don't know. 23 at-bats. It's not going to happen, of course. But if you go as crazy as that, you're going to go, goodbye, Zach Veen, and (laughs) you're going to Hartford.
1: Well, you know, I mean, (laughs) this is Zach Veen's old team. He no longer plays with the Grizzlies. That's a great point. So, yeah, I mean, it's not unusual for, you know... The, a minor league team to pay homage to one of the top prospects that has come through. Um So that is what's happening next month. Looking forward to, but I thought that was so interesting. Yeah. it was combing through all the bobbleheads. I,
0: I, I, when I looked at it for a second, I, I thought it was Spokane. Cause they've got like those reds.
1: Yeah. They're their
0: match, but you're right. That would have been his last year's team. So uh that definitely makes a little more sense. And you, and you like that for the, the Rockies fans who do go out to Fre- uh, Fresno and, and, Check out some of the prospects in the Cal League because the Grizzlies haven't really been a, a Rocker, Rockies minor league affiliate. For a while, so mm-hmm. typically you might go to a game there and, and they've got like a Madison Bumgarner mm-hmm. uh, bobblehead or a Jose Altuve. I think he played through Fresno, so all those other affiliates. Well, here you actually do have a guy representing it, so that's that's going to be a, a hot commodity.
1: Yes. I
0: like going on eBay and, and searching to see what these things like sell for Yeah, at, or sometimes ahead of time. Mm-hmm. People will post stuff like that even before they actually secure it uh, on June 11th, mm-hmm. so if you're in Fresno. That's, that's a good time to, to, to go down to the ballpark and make sure that you get one of those, I don't know, 5,000, 10,000. It's probably going to be a small batch. It's usually not as many yeah. as they have uh, at Coors Field where they've got to have at least 15,000.
1: So what prospect would you travel to get a bobblehead of?
0: No one. Only because we <laughs> no. are really f- we're really far away. We're really far away at this point. I think when when it's it's time for maybe Zach Veen uh, mm-hmm. on the I- isotopes, if they did a preview bobblehead, <laughs> a, preview a bobble first head. of its kind, you go, hey, this guy's not even in A yet, <laughs> but we are going to put him in isotopes uniform. You're going to get to see what he looks like. He's going to be on your shelf before he's actually at isotopes park. Then I actually, w- I would do something like that. And Drew Romo is another guy that i was I was a little critical of that pick back mm. in 2020 not of the player but of the pick and boy oh boy he, I love that he's he's really proven me wrong and he's doing some exciting things so that would be if money were no object I mean <laughs> money were you no name object. it I, I would i would I would go out to uh, spokane and get a Colin Simpson uh bobble oh, flip a, a, a bobble flipping bobblehead, where you know there's a little a trigger or a little something at his hip mm-hmm. and you could spin it around so instead of his head bobbling his whole body does Full a whole
1: body bobble 180 why not oh my gosh call them right now it
0: would actually be a 360 if it was a 180 he would not be doing good gymnasticing no he would land at his head oh, that wouldn't be good is there is there a prospect right now for you or, or an old-time prospect that you want to see like it would be great if the vibes could tap into the the old Sky Sox market mm-hmm. and bust out a Todd Helton, Carlos Gonzalez. I don't think they are able to do that with their current relationship with uh, MLB, but I don't know, do you have any uh, current favorites?
1: Um, I I mean, one of my favorite names in the Rockies organization is Riley Pint. I would just love like a beer-themed Riley Pint bobblehead. I don't think you can do that, but I would love that.
0: You could have a, possibly a beer stein with his image on it.
1: That would be fun too. That would yeah. Be fun. Yeah, absolutely.
0: I mean, you certainly can just have a a pint, a glass pint, or something like that with him on it. Yeah, why not?
1: I I like that. I like that collab idea.
0: <laughs> that works.
1: All, all right. So this is a guy that I could see the Yard Goats putting into a bobblehead because they love him. There, Ezekiel Tovar. Yes. The Rockies' number six prospect was putting up fives all of last week. He drove in five runs. He scored five runs. He walked five times and he even had five stolen base attempts and almost all of them worked out.
0: So So it wasn't it would have been great if it was five stolen bases and five attempts, but it was like six.
1: No no no, so it was five attempts.
0: Oh. Oh, but not five stolen bases. But he
1: missed one. Oh,
0: four. Ah, that broke the streak. My
1: apologies if that was unclear. It's my first time talking.
0: That's but, nice. Yeah. Fives. Fives are, are good.
1: Fives are good. So for number six, five has been a good number in the past week. But um overall this season, he's batting 327. He has 10 home runs, 30 RBI, and 15 stolen bases this season. I was talking to Jeff Dooley a little bit this morning, who we're gonna have on the show sometime soon. Hartford
0: Yard Goats announcer, the
1: voice of the Yard Goats, right. but he was saying how exciting he is to watch, how much they love having them there. And I'm like, yeah, we can't wait to see him up in uh in Denver. And he was like, "Well, not too soon." Yeah, we we love watching him.
0: Yeah, that's like the gift and the curse. We're like, "This guy is great." Oh no, he's gonna be gone in no time. Yeah, and you know what? He he. I don't. I wasn't sure if he was gonna do this well and 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 ascend to AAA. The biggest jump that the prospects have to make mm-hmm. is from high A to double A. He had never really put up huge numbers before. A lot of that had to do with the fact that he was the youngest in you know his his various levels by two, three, four years, mm-hmm. and he makes the leap, and now he's he's a man among, amongst men. Yes. Maybe you can even say, say he's a man among boys because he's he's making the the opposition look like boys. He's really been fantastic. <laughs> so it would be interesting to see him in Albuquerque at, at some point this season. Zach Veen, see him in Hartford. Mm-hmm. We know that the Rockies are operating a little bit differently when it comes to uh, their affiliates and, and promoting players all throughout. So uh, that is not... Outside of the realm of possibilities,
1: yeah, exactly. Tovar. Um, all right, so this is one of my favorite stories this month out of our uh, our prospect, out of my prospect digging. Uh, but Juan Guerrero, so he isn't just a Rockies top prospect; he is a Sports Center top ten number prospect. one guy i was gonna say i'm like no he's not a prospect because he made it he made, he's the number one play on sports center earlier this month so the fresno grizzlies outfielder made a spectacular catch that sent him tumbling over the right field wall so not only did it make espn he robbed a homer from a's number five prospect mac max muncie not that not Max Muncy, Muncie. Muncie. the other
0: Max Muncy. I,
1: I did a double take.
0: That's right. They yeah. have their
1: own Max Muncy. That's the
0: second Max Muncy they've had in their organization and drafted.
1: Just so weird because that's not a Is that a common name that I'm just like blanking on.
0: I mean, I went to common high school name. with three Max Muncies. No, so, you did So, uh, you hear, how many Max Muncies <laughs> did you go to high school with? I'm going to set the over-under at four and a half. That's a complete under. I never met <laughs> a Max Muncie in my life. <laughs> I, me, other than that, the Max Muncy, I, the other Max Muncie. I think he was just drafted uh, last year in, in 2021. Yeah. He, he's got to go by a, a different name. I think either that, or you have to just throw the initial in.
1: See, I like, I like the SAG rules where like an actor can't take the, na- can't use his name if it's the name of an actor that's already out there. Right. Um. So I kind of wish that that was the case. In baseball, I think that'd be really fun if guys just had to pick a new name.
0: Max, well, he can be in, in Hollywood. He'd be Max Muncie Two, <laughs> right? Not Junior, but Two. He's the second one. But yeah, he, he might have to go by his middle initial. Maxwell Stephen Muncie is the Max Muncie we all know, but the prospect <laughs> with the Oakland Athletics is Maxwell Price Muncy. Maxwell P. Muncie.
1: Oh. So he may have to go by.
0: Maxwell that's, P. Muncie. That's
1: a that's a rich sounding name.
0: Yeah. Maxwell Price Muncy. That
1: sounds like money. That's not bad. That's a good name.
0: Yeah, first round pick last year, twenty fifth overall at a Thousand Oaks High School. So But Juan Guerrero got the scoop on. There's only one of him.
1: There's only one of him. Is he, a, he's not a double unique. Of course not. Um, <laughs> so why am I, saying I don't that? do
0: minor leaguers. I don't have that list yet, but <laughs> m- maybe we'll see.
1: Uh, but yeah, overall this season, he's batting two, two seventy five home runs, 28 RBI and three stolen bases. And then of course that one big stolen home run.
0: I tell you what night, now, now you've got me wanting to make a spreadsheet for, for guys. I know warming Bernabelle would certainly be a double unique, but yes. we'll get to that Another time,
1: one of my that is a that is a good a good minor league. If name. this
0: player makes it to the majors, will he be a double unique? We'll talk about that here in, in just a little bit. And uh, and yeah, Grizzlies doing some other things. We don't want to leave leave them out entirely with uh, with some of the themes, some of the things the organization has been doing in yeah. this past month as well, right?
1: So, yeah, they released a beer recently. And I know you saw it and you were like, oh, like, do other minor league teams have beer? They do. We're going to get to that in a second. But the Grizzlies co- collabed with a rapper to make a new beer. I know you here made a graphic for us if you're watching us on YouTube. But they, yeah, they are They're coming out with beers. So this here is the Grizzly City Ale. Um, it's in partnership with a local brewery. And rapper Fashon... Who coined Fresno's "Grizzly City" nickname? Collabed with them on the beer, and it looks it looks lit.
0: What are your top? And I won't give you a top five, but your top two, no, top one favorite song by Fashawn.
1: Um, just, <laughs> I, I can't I even pick no one. I either. can't even pick one. He's
0: a local guy. Not we're not crapping on him. No, just, no, he's
1: he's a Fresno he's local, a local. So I just yeah. haven't been to any of his shows yet. 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 Okay. Yet. Very fair. I'm gonna have to pull up a Spotify after this podcast. I didn't have time to beforehand.
0: Uh, isotopes, I think they've got their own uh, brew. A lot of minor league teams do have that. I don't know what they are off the top of my head, but yeah, it's 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 somewhat common. And uh, I don't know. I don't know if all of the. Rocky's affiliates. Fresno, yes. Albuquerque, yes. Right?
1: Yeah. So Albuquerque, they've had a beer collaboration for a long time, but they recently came out with, um, they collabed with a local distillery. They have a cocktail in a can called the Watermelon Walk-Off, which is a great name. That's good. Um, So that's Safe House Distillery down there. Um, But... I, you know what? I like this because they have a charity component to it, too. So for every can, they donate one ticket to take you out to the ball game, which gives tickets to local nonprofits. That is fun. But this is a very cool a watermelon lemonade vodka drink. That sounds well a little dangerous.
0: Love that. Yeah. Well, we've got plenty of those kind of dangerous beverages down here at the d and Bar on the corner of Colfax and York. Obviously, the entire collection of Breckenridge brews, you name it. Of course, if you're a member, you get a member-sized beer. It's a mega pint, if you will. You know, you get discounts and, and price breaks on our tailgates, party bus. You get extra raffle tickets at the watch parties. It's going down on Tuesday night, Thursday night, Saturday night, every other night, Av's watch party. It's going to be popping off. You get access to our members-only Discord when you are a member. And remember, it's just 50 cents for your first month at the DNVR.com. And if you're ready to go all in, you get a free shirt. You can even get this coffee. I think we might still have a couple more of the coffee Freelons in stock. Rapids, you name it. We've got them at dnvrlocker.com. Your annual membership gets you a free one. And as we're talking about Breckenridge Brewery, they're doing something fantastic right now. They're the hometown craft beer of the Colorado Colorado Avalanche. Mm -hmm. And they're celebrating this historic winning season with you, with all y'all. They want to send you to the Stanley Cup final. So what you need to do out there is make sure you nominate a stellar community member, an Avs fan, Who should get the chance to celebrate at a playoff game this season? Each home game, they're hooking up a fan and a friend with tickets, gears to match, and of course, the drink of the season, Avalanche Ale. You got to go to breckbrew.com to nominate a community star and send them to an Avs playoff game. Plus, if your person gets picked, you can hold that over them for the rest of their life. And you go, hey, remember when I got you tickets to the Western (laughs) Conference Finals? I did that. I did that Take credit for it. You might as well give them that fantastic gift from Breck Brew again. Breckbrew.com. And with the NBA Finals here on the corner, Warriors Celtics, interesting little matchup. Well, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, has your deal. It's a five-dollar bet. Just got to pick the winner, even if it's the favorite. That's okay. They're going to give you one hundred fifty dollars in free bets if you're right. You can also get in on the action with the same game parlays. That's multiple bets from the same game. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. And right now, each day, if you've got three or more legs to a parlay and one of them doesn't hit, that's okay. DraftKings is going to still set you up with $25 back if that one leg doesn't hit. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR. Bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game during the NBA finals and get 150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code DNVR at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. Restrictions apply. See slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. Well, we talked about prospects, and so this is probably a good starting point to talk about our favorite moments in the month of March. And we had three debuts this month. We just saw Chad Smith on Sunday, the 22,679th. I'm good at reading numbers.
1: Yes, you are good 22, at reading
0: 679th. numbers. 22,679th player in MLB history in the major leagues. Also encompasses the Negro leagues. Had a nice one, two, three inning. Uh, we all said Eljires Montero. That was May first. That actually started our month. That feels like a lifetime ago, doesn't it? That fe- uh, it? I'm does. actually
1: surprised to see this on our May <laughs> yes. list of highlights because I'm like, no, that was that was a really long time ago. Yes, it was not that long ago. Um, <laughs> but he he was great. He got two hits that first game, and then we have not seen him since.
0: We have not. Maybe no. we will soon. We'll see what happens with yeah. this Brian injury if that keeps him out any longer. And then the guy who's really been the talk of the town. He's been the pun of the town, I guess. The pun
1: of the town cuz we have been serving <laughs> up so many puns for Brian Servin. He made his debut on May 18th and he got two home runs in his second game. Uh, but yeah, his first two hits were home runs. That's pretty It's pretty cool. Yeah. That's a pretty cool way to start your career.
0: Yeah. No, it it's been good. It's been really exciting. Of course his his parents got that first baseball mm-hmm. that he ended up fouling back didn't didn't necessarily catch it. But it doesn't matter. They ended up with it. It was literally the first pitch. I think yeah. he, you know, he was going. He's like, well, look, first pitch, um, maybe I can be one of those people that hits a home run on literally the first pitch. <laughs> Fouls it back and it ends up you know, in his family's hands. So that was uh, just such a, such a cool moment. A couple style-related moments. We're into style, right? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. We're, we try to be stylish, don't we? I, th- I think so. Yeah, I think so.
1: I think we're looking good.
0: I think so. Daniel Bard was looking pretty good uh, yes. <laughs> at the beginning of the month uh, with his rock and roll light show, which was quickly discontinued.
1: We have not seen that since. Um, what gives? You was know, fun. It was fun. It was so much fun. Um, and I don't know what was going on that night, but the scoreboard was freaking out that <laughs> whole ninth inning. Like it was black for several minutes. It was blinking. And there were issues with the scoreboard earlier that day that I noticed. So I'm like, I don't think it was that far. I, I, just, I just don't know what happened. If and there's a
0: connection. All, the, I yeah. don't know if there's and a connection. And maybe that's why they're yeah. not doing it anymore. Well, I, I had said, I, I threw a number out. I was like, yeah. well, how much does this light show cost, right? like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I mean, the lights are already on, but like to turn them off and turn them back on again is going to be a couple of extra pennies, but there's however many lights and the cost of the light bulbs and the wear and tear. Mm-hmm. So you could probably calculate it. And I was like, I bet you this light show costs 800 bucks. Now, to a team worth over a billion dollars, that's nothing. That's part of your presentation, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, think about how much money that is, how much they're paying certain players, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. 800 bucks is not a lot. But if you're getting a bill, you know, your electricity bill, and you go, oh, wait, $800 for that? <laughs> ah. And so that's, that's where my head went. It was somebody got the bill and said, it's too expensive. But I don't know. I don't know, I'm just hypothesizing.
1: Yeah, we'll need to do some digging onto why we haven't seen it again, but um, still, the new Walk Up song has done him well.
0: <laughs> yeah, Ted Nugent. Yeah. Man, Stranglehold. No, Hold. is it Stranglehold? That's yeah, what it's it is Stranglehold. Yeah,
1: yeah. a um, whole vibe, in, in Daniel's words.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, we also saw Sam Hilliard with a new look.
1: Yeah. Now, it- when he's on the club,
0: he's still got his beard because that was filmed a while ago, but yeah. now he got a new look, a new style, got yes. rid of the beard, for, for a good cause.
1: He shaved his beard. <laughs> he looked at himself in the mirror one day. It was like this face, this beard has no hits,
0: no hits. So he just
1: got rid of it. While, totally on a whim. Uh, and it did well. Cause then he had 14 home runs and yeah,
0: <laughs> his next five at bats and his
1: next five at bats.
0: Yes. That's, You hear that's pretty good, right? I mean, I I know you're not huge into the stats. He's saying it's okay, 14 homers and five at bats. Oh my god! He needs a little bit more for it to be. Yeah, you need to be hitting 16 homers. I think in five at bats. Yeah. I think you need to average around five, around five for five. Yeah, Uh, no, I would agree. I would agree. Uh, (laughs)
1: And if anyone's gonna pull it off, it's Sam (laughs) Villiard.
0: (laughs) <laughs> looking good. Looking looking sharp. We we also learned that... Uh, We're off the rails today. The black vests are gone for the time being. Of course, the uh, I, I don't know. The wardrobe just was getting too big with the new City Connect jerseys, which we also got. We've been talking about that plenty. Saturday's the big day. Mm-hmm. June 4th. I'd be curious to know how many people are, are going to that game just to see what they look like on the field. I think I would. I, I would have put that on a, a my to-do list um, to get there. Also... Whether you're there beforehand or on the 5th, you can buy some gear. Cause I don't think you can get any gear online. We haven't talked about that, but I think you can, you might be able to order it, but they might not even send it out until like Friday or Saturday, so you can only yeah. get them in person at the dugout stores, the rally stores, all that stuff. The Diamond Dry Goods shop at Coors Field, mm-hmm. that's the only place you can actually get those now.
1: Yeah, I mean, I know I saw people talking about how they have ordered them online, but I'm like, I don't, I don't think they have them yet. Um, uh, but I've seen some people at Coors Field already wearing the City Connect jerseys, and I think that's really exciting. That's
0: a nice flex, like if you got that right away. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of shirts and sweatshirts that they have that i think look really really sharp so uh those are those are a little bit more affordable i think than the than the jerseys themselves uh food related moments now uh we had kevin henry on that was right at the beginning of may and he kind of called me out for what he referred to as a cornucopia of fruit
1: yeah he was shaming you for trying to eat healthy he was yeah
0: yeah She's not shaming, just kind of mocking. I think it's more of the size. It was a ra- oh ras Was it a Razz? for raspberry? Was it exactly. was he
1: raspberrying you? Uh,
0: that's perfect. <laughs> yes, and then you you immediately pointed out, hey, I have my own container of colorful goodies
1: that are fruit adjacent.
0: That are fruit adjacent, fruit flavored,
1: fruit in, fruit inspired.
0: They are. <laughs> so you know, gigantic bowl of fruit or a reasonable size.
1: That was cup this, of Skittles. That was this month
0: yes i i know this is crazy look <laughs> it's it's weird to like have that episode like you you know on your favorite series even the best ones even seinfeld did it where you go and it's like a clip show where they show you like older episodes and they only record like five minutes of new content and it's just them talking about the memories
1: is that, is that it, are we doing a flashback show yeah and it almost <laughs> feels
0: like ah oh, you guys are cheating no, no, we're we're not, we're not cheating, we're not. but we got to remind those things because it puts it in perspective of like, oh yeah. And also too, not, I don't know that everybody listens to every single episode. So mm-hmm. this is like a good moment. Hey, Memorial day. If uh, you got kids or you're an educator, whatever it is, and now it's your summer and now you're ready to dive into the Rockies. We're covering it all right here. Now you can actually go back and listen to that yeah. Kevin Henry episode uh, that we recorded. Actually, it might've been May 2nd,
1: mm-hmm. uh, might've
0: My dropped gosh. right around that. And we a talked about everything ago. in April. <laughs> Yeah, we talked about everything in April, so...
1: that's right, We're doing that
0: here. Uh, I also had a gigantic uh, helmet nacho. You did? A nacho... Wait, a helmet? A helmet nacho, yeah.
1: A nacho helmet, I think is the correct order.
0: I think you're right. Yeah, I I know I'm right. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. And and a lot of expensive coffee in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. We definitely celebrated that. That was fun. Mm -hmm. Felt good. Did you... uh, Another free plug for The Athletic. (laughs) We talked about them (laughs) yesterday. There was an article about Hunter Pence... Because he has a coffee shop mm-hmm. down in Houston called Coral Sword. I talked to him about that uh, at the All-Star Game. We had a very weird interaction that was recorded on <laughs> camera. I've mentioned it before. It exists somewhere. We don't know where yeah. it is. But there was an interview with him because he's, he's doing something, raising some money with, uh, with, with his coffee that the, he's putting out. And he point blank said, my two favorite coffee places, Andytown Coffee Roasters and the coffee movement. The two places I went to when I was in San Francisco. So did you felt well, really good?
1: Did you go there because he? No,
0: I went there before. The article came out two weeks after I'd gone. Got and I go, it. I nailed it. You I nailed did. It. You I felt pretty good.
1: You guys are on the same wavelength. I like that.
0: We've we've got similar hair color. His he's a little more wavier, right? Uh-huh. He's got a brown reddish thing going on, doesn't he? Yeah, I think so. Sure.
1: Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. My
0: my swing is probably just as ugly as his, but (laughs) I was not able to to carve out you know twelve plus seasons in the major leagues. So I'm sorry uh, to hear that, Patrick. I I might I might contend with having a better smile than him, and and the only reason for that is because of our great friends at Green Mountain Dental Group, Uh, and I think that's also true with all of our DNVR members who've made the permanent switch to Green Mountain Dental Group. And the best part too right now with what they're doing, besides just taking great care of you. Uh Allie, one of our great producers that we have here, I mean, she she does way more than that. You know, she's mm-hmm. she's flying all around the country she to help everything. set up all of our little sister companies and whatnot. So she does way more than that. She had to like to get her molars taken out oh. and Green Mountain Dental Group took care of her. How dreadful. It actually was but a it was not very dreadful. good experience. <laughs> no, no, right. Normally it is, but they looked after her. They made sure her medication was filled. They checked in all and right. they've, they've done that for, for all of their clientele. Uh, DNVR members and otherwise. So they take great care of you. And right now, when you schedule a cleaning, x-ray, and exam with them, you're going to receive a free Sonicare toothbrush from Green Mountain Dental Group located just 15 minutes from downtown Denver. We had some fun social media moments, of course. Mm -hmm. Uh, I guess I was a little surprised by this because I had far too many conversations With someone who believed that everybody in this town hates Nolan Arenado.
1: Oh, see, I'm glad we're revisiting the polls because we don't always bring them up. We do polls all the time on our Twitter. We don't always talk about them on the show, but I liked this. We we asked, you know, who your favorite former Rockies are. Arenado (laughs) at the top. 38% Thirty-eight percent of the vote. DJ LeMayhew, very close second place, thirty-seven percent. Um. So yeah, I was I too was a little surprised because I figured since it was so soon and he left under such um upsetting unfortunate circumstances, upsetting circumstances yeah. Yeah, for yeah. a lot of fans. I was like, oh no, everyone's gotta.
0: Story gotta got twenty-three percent, but remember he did just leave. Mm-hmm. So you know, I could understand why people would be a little bit hurt mm-hmm. right now. John Gray, two percent of the vote. No
1: love for John Gray. No love. That was
0: I was I was shocked at how low. I mean, again, look, when you're comparing, it doesn't mean people don't miss him. Yeah, no doubt about it. A lot of people miss him. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, that was surprising. You put out a poll. You go, hey, wait a minute, Adam Ottavino's in the game. He said some things. What do Rockies fans think?
1: Yeah, so we, I mean, this is the age old question since Ottavino said that he could strike out Babe Ruth, but Uh we asked people if we. If they thought Ottavino could strike out Babe Ruth and 66.7% of you said yes. And I agree with you guys. I think he could strike him out. Yeah. But the Yankees made him do that commercial where he did not strike out Babe Ruth and then like woke up from a nightmare and it was, I was like, oh, come on. Why did you got him doing, why did you have to do him dirty like that? that and then they so traded necessary. him to the Red Sox Yeah. right
0: after that. <laughs> Uh, May, all-
1: Met. <laughs> May
0: also started off. This is another one you're going to go. Hey, this was this was at least 2020, maybe 2019. Even though you you weren't here. You weren't at D&VR in 2019. <laughs> it's going to feel to you like 2019. Stem day. How crazy oh was that? Oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> there were uh, what 11,000 kids at Coors Field at 10 in the morning, like around when we yes. get to the park to start, yeah. you know, interviewing guys and stuff. So I'm like arriving. I'm like, what? I didn't know. I didn't know, Patrick. I didn't know that there were going to be all these kids. <laughs> there were just so many of them. A lot. And they actually, some of them got loose. Some of them got into the outfield concourse area right. and they were not supposed to. No, no, and no. it's like, well, what do you, you can't tackle children. What are you nope. going to do? Once they're loose, they're loose. And and they
0: they can't get in any trouble really out there, which is good. But you're right. You also go, all right, well, here we we go.
1: They could not contain them. They could not. It happens.
0: Uh, Gerardo Parra called it a career, then started a new one as the assistant GM for the Washington Nationals. Did you enjoy him when he was with the Rockies? He's a fun player, right?
1: I did. He is a fun player. Um, And I did appreciate him after the Rockies. I did appreciate his appreciation for Baby Shark. I thought that was hilarious. yes. So, yeah, seems like a great guy.
0: I'm sure he also likes Jamie Tart. No, it's a deep cut. If you know, you know. I guess not. Uh, Ted Lasso.
1: I don't watch Ted Lasso. Okay. I know. You
0: here? Are you a Ted Lasso guy? Now, you here is on the Rapids beat. So this is actually a huge question. Ted Lasso? So I watched it, didn't finish it. But I love what I did watch. Ooh, you're gonna get a pass. I'm Just, give you a pass on I'm that. so busy. I watch no TV anymore. That's it. We got the Ted Lasso stash going now, so that is good. Yeah, uh, he is too busy
1: making TV to watch TV.
0: He is. We're not giving a free pro- plug to Avoca TV. Just let's let's do this off air. Oh, are, are we? Are we that like a secret plug that you were putting in? That's there? a secret
1: plug. That was a secret
0: plug. A secret okay, plug. all right. Let's get back to the. Sorry, show. I don't
1: know how to whisper. I don't come in that setting.
0: <laughs> I know. Um. So Whit Merrifield played in his 500th game. At Coors Field, that's which was right. cool. Yeah. And we learned that the streak for a Rockies player is not very long, actually.
1: Yeah, Vinny Castilla <laughs> has the Rockies record with three hundred and seven consecutive games. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's pretty good. Yeah, not bad. It's almost
0: almost two seasons. Nafi Perez has two uh, really long streaks in the top 5, Todd Helton and then Dante Bichette with like 152. So mm-hmm. there hasn't even been five there hasn't even been five players who've done four have done a full season or at least 162 plus games. We got snow on May 20th.
1: That was terrible. A lot we got a lot of snow.
0: We got a lot of snow. I in had time. a little
1: too much snow that I was I was not comfortable with it.
0: And we might be getting some rain tonight too.
1: Uh, you know what? The weather. I've been looking at the forecast for Tuesday and Wednesday, and the weather does not look great uh, for game times.
0: No, no, <laughs> yeah, that made for a, a weird Saturday with doubleheader, and it made for a weird moment where Joeli Rodriguez of the Mets decided he wanted to hang out in the batter's eye. In center field.
1: Yeah, just in his- That was the, weird. All of a sudden, yeah, we look up, and there's this bright orange and bright blue speck in the batter's eye out in the woods, and it's Yoeli Rodriguez just chilling. He's got a chair. He's got water <laughs> bottles. He's just vibing out there by himself. Like, it's just ridiculous.
0: We had uh, an ump mic incident. There was another one on on Monday. That one wasn't an incident so much. It was just, okay, cool. We got to hear it. But the mic, the ump left his mic on, and then kept referring to the Rockies as Denver. Yeah, that was strange. It was a it, weird Broncos game. Very, very NFL vibe type moment.
1: Um, apparently that same mic had another hot mic incident recently.
0: Really, at another ballpark?
1: At another ballpark, yeah. So I think like,
0: oh man,
1: maybe doesn't quite know how to use the the box. Maybe just not hitting the switches right. But there is nothing. I hate so hot good. mic. I hate hot mic situations. They make me so uncomfortable. What I- if it's
0: an unknown hot mic? What if it's a secret hot mic and the guy doesn't know it's on and you just hear the conversations?
1: Yeah, that's that's the bad part. I don't want to hear. Oh, I do. No, no. I was so giddy. That's Nothing so happened
0: in just hearing because it was there was no delay because I, 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 I was filming it. I think we put it out a little bit either on, on my yeah. account or at dnvr underscore Rockies. And when the ball hit the mitt, you straight up, heard it hit the mitt in the press box mm-hmm. it was one-to-one right there yeah i love that i mean it was boring nothing nothing was really said of, of any interest or consequence no he did say cool. he did
1: say hi to pete Alonso. he's like hey pete how you doing
0: yeah actually i thought that was pete saying hi to the ump no but i don't know no, oh, you're right said, i hadn't seen pete. that yeah
1: i don't know I, I, they make me so uncomfortable because like <laughs> i don't want to hear something that is not meant for me to hear
0: that's yeah, true.
1: Because I, I don't know. It's embarrassing to me. It's very cringy.
0: It's a fair point. I'm like
1: sweating just thinking about it. I hate a hot mic. <laughs>
0: um, do you hate Charlie Blackmon leadoff homers?
1: I love Charlie Blackmon leadoff homers.
0: He's bringing it back. He, he's bringing it back. He has two this month, uh, two within a two week span. So he's been exciting there batting leadoff. Uh, we'll have to catch up with Bud and and uh, you know see what the thought has been on that where Charlie's leading off connor joe batting second rather than the other way around could just be a lefty righty type situation but Mm. it's like to see it's great to see some vintage chuck
1: yeah doing that thing yeah we love those we love anything honestly anything productive give me something that'll give him give me a win
0: we've had we've noticed the scoreboard operator at Coors field has uh, been doing some crazy things on monday it was Easy grilled Marlins steak.
1: Yeah, which was, I mean, <laughs> the scoreboard um, operator just has been putting up the funniest game notes all season, and they're all off the cuff from what I've heard. Um, but on Monday, it was an easy grilled Marlins steak recipe, just a straight up recipe on the scoreboard. So, of course, um, the station that broadcasts the Marlins tweeted it out to the Rockies to be like, hey, what, what's going on here? <laughs> what is this? We need to talk.
0: Yeah, hey, you gotta do what you gotta do. I I imagine they might have something. They might have like fish tacos. Remember, we we when we talked to Derek, I think that was also this month mm-hmm. when we established that we are still technically a wrestling show and we have guests on like that. But no, he mentioned how they're doing a a team theme where each visiting team that comes, they're gonna have a special hot dog. So mm-hmm. they could have some kind of like marlin, tuna steak, hot dog type situation there. But we maybe.
1: I mean, I, I think a, a fish taco would be great,
0: yeah, that would work. Marlin I mean marlin's a fish, it's not a mammal yeah, no i well i I think we look at it because it's like a light blue color and it's it's a it's a it's a thick looking fish it makes it makes She'd me think of a mammal, but it's again, we know that it isn't, but
1: it's a fish i I did not know that you were questioning whether or not it was a mammal or not
0: uh and the big one from early in the month. <laughs> Don't put up with anyone that is reckless with your heart. That was the one that oh, went yeah. around on the MLB network as well. The the crazy scoreboard operator, so to speak.
1: Was that also in May? That wasn't in April?
0: I do my homework.
1: I mean, I'm not questioning you. I'm just, I'm actually shocked. Uh, yeah, the that was a great, a great scoreboard moment. It was cool. Everyone wanted to check in on the scoreboard operator. Every, yeah, yeah. Everyone they, was super concerned.
0: Are you doing okay there? um talk about, about some of the articles that we've written which have been fun mm-hmm. you you put out something about chris bryant how he's i, I don't want to say sneaky funny i think he just is he's he's like half of a notch above sneaky funny <laughs> because he gets plenty of laughs right it's just that he's not like intentional like watch this joke i'm about to make it's just kind of like there for him so it's it's kind of sneaky but it's really it's a little bit better than that
1: maybe i want maybe it was understated effortless mm, yeah i don't know how do we describe it but anyway he gave an unexpected um press scrum when he was working through the first round of this back injury uh but said some really funny things just about what well, he mentioned uh the five-star jail cell he it was uh, good stuff
0: yeah that was cool.
1: You probably remember more than I do. You have an encyclopedia memory.
0: Well, he has this way of, of talking where, you know, there, there's just certain baseballisms where you're, you're just talking and sharing your opinion, and you kind of say something. If you really listen to what you're saying, you go, that kind of makes no sense whatsoever, but you, you just kind of move on from it. Mm-hmm. He'll, like, call himself out mm-hmm. on, you know, what, what he's saying. And he's like, well, you know, typically, you know, the, the cortisone shots haven't really worked well, but this one has been feeling good. And then he remembers when he got a shot in his lower back that it was actually painful. And so he has to throw in the fact, I mean, other than the fact that it was painful because it was my lower back. So like he always he's very aware of what he's saying. And so he can always have those like little add on quips. Because he's, he's paying attention. He's just not going through the motions in that way, you know?
1: Yeah. What a good analysis of the humor of Chris Bryant.
0: Look, you're only going to get that here from DNVR Rockies. You're only going to get that That's here. That's it. When you've got five shows a week to do, you're going to break down a player's sense of humor who's on the IL and who's only played 17 games in two months. That's what we're going to do. We are uh, going to do that. That
1: sentence hurt my soul.
0: <laughs> it did. It did.
1: Bring us back up, Patrick.
0: All right. Uh Ty Block. The article was Ty Block, prisoner of Alcatraz, which just doesn't sound like any any kind of wordplay. <laughs> but we know prisoner of Azkaban.
1: Yeah, that's a we Harry are, Potter thing. It's a
0: Harry Potter thing. Yeah. So, tie, tie in some some subtle wordplay, so to speak, in that or literal wordplay. But yeah, uh, going back to San Francisco, talked to him about his time when he was with the Giants mm-hmm. and you know his fondness for uh, Oracle Park. Uh, also talked to Robert Stevenson who grew up in nearby Martinez, California, Mm -hmm. about 40 minutes away, said, frankly, I think it's colder in the summer than it is in the (laughs) wintertime, which is a great quote, right? Yeah. I think he also said, I've never been warm at a game at Oracle Park. Uh, Dom Nunez, who Mm a little bit further away, I think it might be about two and a half hours, where he grew up in Elk Grove, uh, just outside of Sacramento, Mm -hmm. and discussed how he kind of grew up as a Yankees fan uh, because of... uh, there's a local guy there, Larry Boa, yeah, who I know you know from the Phillies, <laughs> uh, but he's from there. His, his nephew Nick Johnson was on the Yankees, so it just kind of timed up where he saw a lot of Yankee stuff. But then when he played with the Yard Goats on the East Coast, he got to know those fans a little bit better and said, "You know, uh, I don't know that I would, you know, characterize myself as a Yankee fan anymore." And in not so many words, didn't include that in the article necessarily, oh my but I did think it was really fun. He's like. Yeah, that Eastern League really opens your eyes about some of those fan bases. So
1: yeah. he said, definitely
0: not a West Coast vibe. <laughs> there are
1: there are Yankee fans who, yeah, are from all over the country who just happen to like the Yankees for a lot of random reasons. Maybe it's just because they were good when they were growing up, right. or yeah. you know, like Dom Nunez's cl- connection. But um, the ones who are actually in the Northeast are just so aggressive. There's so Bonkers. much
0: bonkers it was really nice talking with Garrett Hampson because he was the furthest away maybe four hours from Reno Reno to San Francisco Mm -hmm. but him talking about it was like we didn't we didn't go camping we didn't have a summer vacation it was going to a Giants game and like it was just these these simple pleasures of going there Mm -hmm. and how he would listen to the games uh you know Kuiper Kroko, like just just listening to those guys and then hearing his name being you know, called by those guys, like it still gives him chill. So that was really cool. Uh, Those two separate articles, but still Ty Block talked about kind of doing some sightseeing and and going to Alcatraz with some family and and how it was, you know, it was creepy. It's a creepy spot.
1: Yeah, it's very creepy. I'm glad he made it out.
0: uh, Daniel Bard, you talked with about, you know, him being a rock god. I mean, now he's a rock god. Yes. But also uh, a great guy who likes to donate to some really wonderful causes as well. He balances those two things.
1: Yeah. Earlier this month, um, and it happened to line up with when Daniel Bard changed his walk up song, but he announced a, um, every time he, for every strikeout, he was going to donate. Um, I think it's $300, right? To, um, I think think, it's $300. And then the Rockies are matching that to a charity that's helping food insecurity here in the Denver Mm -hmm. area. Um, so we talked to him and, It was just, it was really great seeing how he had been thinking really hard about an organization to work with, how the pandemic really just changed his perspective on things and how it was just, he's like, well, I'm doing fine. My family's doing fine, but there are so many families who are not fine. and I love that awareness and that compassion, and I'm just rooting for so many Daniel Bard strikeouts. Yeah.
0: That was I think that might have even been a free article. So if you're not a member, oh yeah. Hey, you can go on over to the dnvr.com check that out. We also had an article this last week about Kyle Freeland talking about his leadership role working with a new catcher. Like, we forget that you know there haven't been too many veteran catchers that the Rockies have had, you know, in their clubhouse with this starting rotation that was young and now, mm-hmm. you know, they're certainly not old, but they're they're veterans. Well, there's a lot of young guys that they've had to kind of work with. Uh, behind the plate, and so Servin's the latest one. Freeland talks about that. Uh, also talking about being philanthropic. Tyler Rogers, uh, kid oh. who grew up from Centennial, went to Chatfield High School along with Taylor Rogers, Our
1: Colorado kid.
0: Colorado kid doing uh, Colorado things. Uh, the Rogers Family Foundation. They they come from a long line of of firefighters. If I'm gonna, I, I, how would I want to phrase this? If they become firefighters, because they still can. They are not currently firefighters. Yes the twin brothers, Tyler and Taylor, Mm -hmm. but they very well could after their playing career. And and if I, if I had to bet on DraftKings Sportsbook, I would take the over (laughs) because they, they come from a long line of firefighters. Like their great grandfathers were firefighters. So they would be fifth generation firefighters in Colorado, the first fifth generation Colorado firefighters. So I think when their playing careers are over, they're going to do that. Roger's, a family foundation. They donate mm-hmm. to the Colorado Professional Firefighters, as well as those up in the the Twin Cities, where uh, Taylor was a player coming up. So uh, that was a real nice one to to write about. Learn about his grandfather, who can't really travel now. He's got both of his grandkids right in the same division, yep. coming through Coors Field. So I love seeing that.
1: That's amazing. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's just that's what a what a legacy of firefighters. Right? That is so cool. <laughs>
0: that is really, really neat. Yeah, I've talked to Jenny Cavanaugh about that. Mm-hmm. And obviously her husband's a firefighter. Yeah. So I uh, can appreciate that, that relationship. And then a guy that we've, we've given him a lot of publicity. He's, he's a nice guy. Ashton so Goodo's have getting to. a
1: lot of pod time right now. But he you wrote a great article about <laughs> how he's a double unique. Um and um, I guess his Kansas City connection because he has played with so many different teams in a yeah. very short period of time.
0: <laughs> yeah, he obviously was was drafted and uh, you know was developed by the Royals before he did eventually sign with the Argots in 2019 and hadn't had an opportunity to see the Royals because the Royals hadn't been to Coors Field since 2014. Yeah, <laughs> the second longest drought of any team. So uh, he got to catch up with some of those teammates and yeah, I, I decided all right. I did preface it by saying. Super nerdy, but there's this thing called Double Unique, and he was like, Me, I'm a Double Unique. Because he did say that uh, he had a college course with one girl named Ashton in community college, or at JUCO. Mm-hmm. That was it. He's never met another Ashton, certainly never met another Godot. Yeah. And so I go, yeah, you're unique. And then I was, even, I was really impressed when I was giving him some other examples real quick, and I said, and your teammate from last year, Rymel Tapia, and he jumps in right away and he goes, he's not. Doming- <laughs> Domingo Tapia, he's in the majors, so Rymel's not W. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, wow, you keep up on the other relievers <laughs> going around baseball. So that was, that was, again, it was a nerdy moment to step outside. It's, it's something I like to do once in a while on the banter from the bench series where mm-hmm. it's just kind of a lighthearted conversation with a player to learn about their background a little bit, have some fun. And that one, uh, that one might be my favorite right now.
1: That was I love that you guys had such a nerdy conversation because you always <laughs> drag me into your nerdy stuff. But yes. like for you to get the the players involved with your nerdy stuff, you might have unlocked something in his soul.
0: Could be. Could be. <laughs> we got to wrap up. But uh, we also talked with Jessica Kleinschmidt, who said 90 percent chance the A's stay in Oakland. That felt very good. And she did back it up by saying, look, this isn't just hometown bias. Yeah. I legit know a lot of these moving pieces that are going on I think it's going to get done so there's still going to be talk about Las Vegas that's not going to stop mm-hmm. but she feels really strongly about it Josh Sushan who we should have on uh, again pretty soon he's going to come on isotopes soon again yeah announcer he was he was there for a pretty another funny moment uh with uh with assisted to the GM there
1: oh my gosh when Todd Helton got ejected from an isotopes game yes
0: we literally talked to him immediately obviously he gave us some uh, great intel about some prospects including brian servant yes he was there before before it went down i
1: love when i love the way he talks about brian servant because he just describes him as like a catcher coming out of central casting and i'm like yeah you're not wrong it makes sense he nailed Uh, it yeah so uh, he's always fun to talk to we're going to get him on again soon though
0: and then jackson olsen that was really nice tiktoker
1: king of calories
0: he is
1: he's, he's doing a ballpark tour right now where he's ranking the ballparks on the east coast
0: all right yeah well he should do the ballparks in colorado because we think coors field is going to be number one. Oh yeah we were pressing the rocky mountain oysters
1: uh yeah he's going to come out here at some point and he's going to try the rocky mountain oysters i think he's
0: going to because we planted that seed he's going to have to now He's going to have to. And you have to make sure you head over to the dnvr.com. Only 50 cents for your first month. Got to do it. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, We'll be back on Wednesday post-game show. But on Twitter, we're at dnvr underscore Rockies. I'm at Patrick D. Lyons on Twitter.
1: I am at the Susie Hunter on all platforms.
0: And this was a great one. But you know what they say about momentum? It's only as good as your next show. So we'll talk to you tomorrow.